So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 27 of the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Yes, you're listening to the sounds of O.L. Buckley and Sway, and Sway Buckley. Buckley. I feel left out when he just says O.L. Buckley, like... Well, my last name is Buckley, too. So I think you should just say O.L. and Sway or just say O.L. and then I say Sway Buckley. Because then serious? I feel like my name, like, I married you. and I want Even though I say and Sway Buckley? No, I just said Sway Buckley. Anyway, we digress. Hey, everybody. Alrighty. <laughs> What's up, guys? So you're listening to episode number 27. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? Honey? In this episode, we're actually talking about growth hacks mm-hmm. for married entrepreneurs. Yes. So growth hacks and Every sense of the word. So not just growth in marriage, which is good. Not just growth in business, which is good as well. And not just growth personally, but just growth in all aspects of life. Like what are some growth hacks that we've implemented? So we're only going to speak on the things that we've done. I mean, because that's That's all we can speak on. (laughs) Well, no. Well, we could speak on other things that we have read about. But we're not going to do that unless we just say, we just read about this. You should go try it. We haven't done it ourselves. Or we'll say, we're in the process of doing this and implementing this. We'll let you know how it works out for us. We could do that. No doubt. And we do sometimes, but we'll let you know. So we're going to talk about in this particular episode what we've actually done ourselves as far as growth hacks are concerned. Absolutely. So here's the problem. Like, here's the issue, right? What is it? Married entrepreneurs, they often feel as though there's no time to read, no time to train, no time to get coached because they've got to juggle a marriage and a family. And we get that. Yes. Totally understand that. Um, however, the truth of the matter is, is that as married entrepreneurs, we actually cannot afford to not read, train, and right. get coached even while we're juggling mm-hmm. marriage and family. Yeah. So here's what we can assure you guys that we're going to share with you what you're going to get out of this particular episode. We're going to show you guys how we actually prioritized growing as married entrepreneurs and how that has helped us um, or helped make us rather stronger in business as well as stronger in marriage. Mm-hmm. So that's the promise. Now let's go over to the um, just our personal stories. Like we used to, we've heard this before. If you haven't, now you're about to hear. It, but if you have, then just you know, bear with us. So <laughs> we used to definitely, I'm not definitely. We used to live as roommates, like separate lives early on in our marriage. I was just so focused on you know doing what I was doing, building my business, and you were focused on doing what you were doing, building your banking career, trying but to it, win at the bank. Yeah, and you did. You crushed it. I mean, winning awards and whatnot, sending yeah. us all over the world, Spain and all different parts of Spain to get this award for banking. He did amazing um, in that industry. But with all that being said, we were still kind of just like, like just seeing each other, but not really like building together. You know, it mm-hmm. was we were under the same roof, but not really intentionally building together. And so this became a norm for us, unfortunately. And so we can really speak to that because we've been through it. We understand what that's like. And uh, we can also speak to coming out of it. So there is life after that. Like there can be if you all choose to 
for there to be. Like there is totally. absolutely hope after that if you've all have ever felt that way or maybe in that situation as you're listening to this. The sidebar, there is hope. And so um, one of the things that we're talking about, or one of the things that we're going to touch on today actually ties into that. When we're talking about growth hacks, just some of these simple steps that we've taken have made huge impacts on how we've grown, not just individually, but really most importantly together and um, allowing our marriage to create its own type of ecosystem that fits within um, our ideal. And we'll talk a little bit about that. And within our values, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, we've been able to use, or should I say to launch, actually Marypreneur Life itself Mm -hmm. while maintaining separate business, Mm -hmm. yes, date nights Mm -hmm. and vacations, etc. So there is a way to do all of these things, um, but it really comes down to the boundaries and the borders and the values that used to Set that that both of you set in place in order to see that happen. So, married entrepreneurs, you know, we as married entrepreneurs, we have to make growing a joint effort, a joint effort. Right. Now, when we say make growth a joint effort, that doesn't mean that the two of you will be able to attend every workshop or the two of you will read every book. What it does mean, though, is that you prioritize growing. As a married couple growing um, as entrepreneurs and you decided that we are going to do this together, Mm -hmm. however that needs to look. And we'll share with you some ways that it's worked for us. But the point of the matter is, is that one, you Mm -hmm. prioritize growing. Yeah. Okay. So don't just settle and think, oh, well, we got it from here. We're just going to coast. But number two, you prioritize growing together because it's very, very easy for one of you to sort of run off down a track and leave the other one behind and never share what you learned from the last book you read, what you learned from the last article you've read Mm -hmm. or what have you, but actually prioritizing it together, which leads us Mm -hmm. into our first point. And our first point is simply this when it comes to um, Growth growth hacking for married entrepreneurs. Number one. It's got to be intentional. Come on, somebody. Say it one more time for the people in the back, sir. Growth has got to be intentional. It's got to be. It, growth is never accidental. Nope. You don't stumble your way into success. You don't stumble. Your marriage doesn't stumble its way into peace and to joy. It doesn't stumble its way into forgiveness. It doesn't stumble its oh, way into good. thriving. That's you good. actually that's have to proactively Seek it out and determine this is what we're going to do. So you have to be intentional about growth because growth is never accidental. Yeah. And when you talk about growth, not just by yourself, but growing together. Growing together. It has to be a priority because otherwise you will grow, but then you may end up growing apart if you don't make an intention. You're not intentional about growing together. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, so we proactively seek out things like cutting edge knowledge. When it comes to business, to really help keep us ahead of the curve, mm-hmm. but we also seek out cutting edge principles and back and uh, best practices that help us communicate in a healthy and effective way as a married couple. Right now, I want to say something regarding that. Um, one of the things, just share a quick story regarding this. One of the things there, um, that we did that really brought it home for <clears throat> me, I would say, was when I started understanding how much power we really had like I have over how my day goes I've heard so many times and I've even said it I've done it myself 
where I complain about, oh my goodness, I have so much to do and I have to get over here and then they need me over here and then let's not add ministry into that. Oh, and I have this group meeting over here and totally. I got to talk with this person over here and da da da. You know what? At the end of the day, we have responsibility. We are responsible for our own schedules, for how whatever we put on our schedules and whatever we don't put on our schedules. Now, there are some things, of course, that are necessary need to have, but uh, many of the things that we have on our schedules, especially when we're feeling overwhelmed, are things that are nice to have. And sometimes, in some seasons, we have to realize this is a season that I just need to focus on my must-haves versus my nice-to-haves. Because if I focus in this season... Like I did last season, thinking it's the same type of season and thinking I have the same type of grace and then look up and be like, wait, how come I'm all burnt out when I used to be able to do this with nothing? Like it was nothing for me to get up and do this and this and this. Today I try to do this, this and this and I'm worn out. I feel like death. I feel like why am I even doing this? Why? Like I'm just worn out. I'm not even enjoying it. We have to realize that different seasons call for different measures. And so we have to look at what we ideally would like to see. So this is where the breakthrough came for me concerning um, this being intentional. Now, when someone says be intentional, be intentional to do what when we're talking about growth? Well, what about growth? And so for me, I'm always asking the questions, well, how does it look? How how does this look for me if I'm going to be answering this question? So for me, um, I went to a training uh, with a productivity um, coach specialist, and he was talking about just re- really um, creating your ideal life and your ideal week and all this great stuff. And that's been such a huge pillar for our systems and our structure as we've been using it for years now. And for me, I realized, wait a minute, if I focus my day on how I want it to go, like when I'm going to do my client calls, what part of the day I'm going to do that based on my energy, based on my preference versus when they're like, oh, can we talk right now? That type of thing. Like I need to hold up. That just takes me away from the other thing that I already planned on doing. Why should I just allow them to pretty much run how I do my things, how I do my day and um, really look at how do I desire for my day to go? That doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but you know what? At least I have a goal. At least I have something that I'm reaching towards and I can say how far off, off was I today from that goal. Otherwise, I I remember leading life where I just was like answering, putting out fires all day. Like that was, I would wake up and say, oh, wake up to a, putting out a fire. Oh, I got to call this person. Oh, we need to um, hire somebody over here. Oh, I need to make sure this person understands this. Oh, I need to send a trainer. You know, it's just woo, woo, woo. And not really taking control over it. So being intentional <clears throat> is huge. Totally. That's the foundation. So my, yep. I had to go do my little soapbox. No, that's yeah. good. That's definitely good. Thank which you. then segues to uh, segues us to point two, which is encourage learning with each other or encourage learning in the other person. In mm-hmm. other words, encourage the other one to learn. So this really gets down to the whole divide and conquer piece. So like as an example, you went and you did um, some training um, with a particular coach and I mm-hmm. wasn't there with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was like, sweetheart, you got to go. You got to do it. So on and so forth. Absolutely. Go for it. And mm-hmm. you went and it was an amazing experience. And the reason why we say encourage learning, um, even if you can't be the one who's directly participating it, but your spouse can. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's so good to encourage that is because as married entrepreneurs, the more we encourage growth opportunities in one another, uh, we're actually adding to the skill set of our spouse, That's right. which ultimately adds to, to the, the talent of the team. 
Yes. So the more talented one of our team members become, and as married entrepreneurs, you all are a team. Um, The more talented that person is, the more skill set that that person garners and gets. It's only going to, to your point, add to the bottom line and contribute to the overall success of the business. Now, here's what's interesting. It also contributes to the success of the marriage because when your spouse feels confident, just like when you feel confident, that actually feeds the marriage because there's nothing like a, um, um, or should I say, um, the kind of joy, the kind of uh, encouragement, the kind of positive vibes that the two of you feel even engaging in marriage um, comes when you've learned a new skill set, you've been able to use it, and you played an integral role at you all winning. Yes, that's good. You just wrapped it up. I don't need to say nothing about that. Okay. Should I? Guess like, not. Okay, no. I was like waiting for you. Like, guess not. Okay, so let's go to the third one, which is our next growth hack. You <clears throat> mentioned it. You kind of, you know, played around with the term a little bit earlier. But let's just go dive right on in with this. This is dealing with training together. So although we encourage each other um, to take advantage of opportunities for us to train separately in our in our superpowers, we like to call yep, them. Yep. And so for me, mine is more of like productivity, system building, structure, and all that. And yours is the profitability and sales. Um, sales mm-hmm. Yes. And so we don't always do it together. Like, but we do encourage each other right. to go, you need to go do that. This would be awesome for you. Go do that because that's going to make you even more sharper in what you already do. Right. And so the other part, though, is not only doing that alone, but really making and finding opportunities to do it together. Mm-hmm. And there are so many benefits to training together. We've actually done more training together than we have apart. And mm-hmm. so the, the times that we have done training apart from one another, it's been so awkward for me. Like, I want to call you. I'm like texting you. Hey, guess what? He just said, to, oh, my goodness, this is going to be so good. I can't yeah. wait till I get home. to Definitely. You know what I mean? It's that type of thing. Or like when you did Orlando. Mm-hmm. He won speaker of the week of the year with one of our um, coaches, our speaking coaches. And um, he was able, that was like your time of going away most recently anyway, mm-hmm. without me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always like, how's it going? Who is it? Like, did you see anybody that, you know, did it, you know, I'm always like living vicariously through you. So, but something, there's really something to be said about doing it together. And I remember the first time we um, invested in training, like going to a training together, flying out of town, and just being new to the whole coaching, personal development, professional development world Mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs. I think actually you were still at the bank at that time. The first one. And um, and it was it was so amazing because we were able to really learn together. And the other things, like one time you did go to another speaking um, training in Houston. Um, uh, that's yeah right. right. That's right. And that's right. I was like, you came back and you're like, I have so many notes for you. And I'm like, I want to know, I want to know. And it was like, it never really came around for us to do that. And so I just felt like I totally missed out on all that goodness and the things that you did, like jot notes down, and you did tell me. You can tell it was just like fragments of it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that sounded like it would it would been really awesome. I just mm-hmm. wish you had the rest of the story, rest of the piece. Because <laughs> you'd be like, oh, oh, I forgot what was the other part. You would give me like part A and B, and then you'd be like jumped to part D and I'm like what about C and you're like yeah. ah, ah, I forgot. had to get used to coaching itself I mean yeah. I, th- I think that's an adjustment it's like being yeah. in school again it is lifelong student for sure but there's some beautiful things about training together one thing we were talking about earlier before we started recording you should mention that about um how we're able to to hold each other not just hold each other accountable but when we're listening to the speaker 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it, it's awesome because the two of you get to actually challenge the curriculum of what's being taught mm-hmm. as you're both being challenged by the curriculum and what's being taught. Mm-hmm. And something that I don't want to um, leave out that I want to make sure that we cover is this is also another opportunity for the two of you to create memories together. There you go. That's what's up. And nothing like some good old memories because you can't put a price tag on that. So, yeah, the memories, the experience, the um, you used a different word, too, when we were, like, talking about it early, when we're hearing what the, the coaches are saying to really have a litmus, our own experience as a litmus mm-hmm. to say, oh, have we experienced that? Or that's a different way to look at it. Or I don't even know yeah. if I ever thought about it that way at all. Yeah, you know? and that's a, that's a huge growth hack. It's not really in here, but it's kind of a point within a point. What's that? And that is... Um, Sometimes when you go to these trainings and so forth, you're actually going to hear things that you disagree with, mm-hmm. which actually makes you sharper in your position about your point. So when you get to hear things that you agree with, as well as things that you disagree with, that actually makes both of you sharper because you hear mm-hmm. opposite perspectives. Yeah. And that's really, really good. And that's good because then it gives us some great conversation afterwards totally. like to pick out the bones. You know, they yep. say to pick out the bones, spit out the bones, but eat the meat, yeah. eat the meat, spit out the bones. And so it helps us <clears> to kind of be more discerning and decipher through content or totally. if it's just like fluff. Because we can't stand fluff. Totally. I look at it like, are you kidding me? I wish y'all could see my face now, but you know the little emoji that's just like a straight face? A straight face with the... There's no smile, but the smile is like a straight Expressionless. line. Expressionless. It's like a straight line. The, smile, the, the mouth is like a straight line. That's how I look at them like... See, y'all can't see me, but just right. imagine it right there. So anyway, that's the third one. The last one that we would say as far as a growth hack that we're going to share um, on this particular episode is the, the next part, which I... I started going into that sharing the knowledge with each other and implementing together is huge too because then you have like when they're good it's good training you have a blueprint when you leave and you know what to do next and um and then you all can kind of divvy out the roles and responsibilities um for this this blueprint or you know roadmap that you've been given through this new training or system or method or whatever you have you've just acquired and um it's it's cool because once you train together you you don't have to be like well if you were at that training, you could understand that you need to do this and this. I mean, sometimes it has to be exactly. that way, you know, and that's fine. You can do that because we've done that before, too. Sure. It just really is sweet when we've both been in there and, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. They did say this, right? Or they said, I don't, or we said, no, I don't remember that. Like, no, you went to the bathroom at that part, but they did say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you put it in together and when you implement it, you can see the results together and you you fall together, too. And you fall together that's and you good. have to you get up. You fall together, to, you rise together. Yeah, and you got to work it together and just really encourage each other together because very rarely does it work the first time. And I think that's a big misconception. Um, is that... Yeah, I was going to say conception. Yeah. As far as like how things, when we're, you know, presenting things or new ways of doing things in, in a training, we don't, oftentimes we're like, oh yeah, let's go do it. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to kill it. Da, 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 da. And then you do it and you're like, wow, I got like dismal results. Yeah. And it can be discouraging. But as you keep going, you get better at whatever that system, or whatever that skill is and see how it can fit into your business or your businesses. Um, you you begin to see the growth and just giving, you know, being patient with that and being patient with each other too. Absolutely. And the last thing I want to say about that point is, is mm-hmm. that when, um, when, when we share what we've learned, mm-hmm. right, um, it helps our spouse actually to keep pace with our thoughts and ideas. Because a lot of times we just hold on to our thoughts and ideas from the things that we've learned mm-hmm. and then we go implement them. And then what happens is you got to come back and give this massive explanation about 
why you chose to do this or do that and what was your rationale. But when you learn together and then simultaneously implement together, you can talk out your thoughts with each other in real time. And you don't Mm -hmm. always feel like you have to go back and uh, give a rational reason as to why you made this decision or why you made that decision. Because the both of you are keeping pace with the new knowledge Mm -hmm. that you've now obtained. So let's recap. Yeah, that's a lot to recap. Go ahead. You go. Yep. So number one is you got to be intentional. Growth Mm -hmm. is never accidental, um, but it is always on purpose. So you want to make sure that you prioritize growth in and of itself. Right. Uh, Secondly, you want to encourage learning uh, for the other person. And if you can't go to a particular training or if you're not going to be the one to read a particular book, hey, encourage the other person to do it. Um, that doesn't mean that they should be the only one doing the learning, mm-hmm. but you want to, you know, if, if the situation is of such where one of you has to pick, Hey, divide and conquer, you go to the seminar, you go to the workshop and then bring me back the information right. and let's work it together. We've done that before too. <clears throat> Absolutely. I think just being on the same page makes, I mean, you can get it done. That's no issue totally. at all. You just have to both be intentional about getting it done. Totally. And then thirdly, you want to train together as often as you possibly can because you're going to create memories together. You're going to be able to um, to be able to 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 assess the information that you're receiving together. You can Mm -hmm. challenge the curriculum while being challenged by the curriculum, whoever the coach or trainer is. So that's always awesome. Uh, And then finally, share the knowledge and implement it together. So we just Mm -hmm. highlighted that when you can learn together. And you share it and then you implement it together. Mm-hmm. You're able to keep pace with, you know what? I was thinking this based on what we read. I was thinking that mm-hmm. based on what we heard. And it's just an awesome experience. Yeah, this is good, y'all. This is just, I feel like I'm eating from somebody else's table mm-hmm. of experience. <laughs> but this is stuff that, you know, real stuff has really um, practical things that have really helped us as we've been growing and keep our focus um, on on our on the growth because one of the things I, I talked about before we started recording is just how important I think it is to share with everybody how easy it is to not grow and one of the main reasons for that talking about growth for married entrepreneurs is you get so caught up in the day-to-day and just things keep coming at you and you, you're just focused on what is in front of you that right. you don't take time to daydream you don't take time to step back you don't take time to have a vision like let's revisit this vision let's revisit where we're going and just like get excited about that because it can be so like mundane going through the daily things that need to get done but then oftentimes um it's a lack of growth like lack of like up leveling your structure so you're not staying there because sometimes when you're in it it can feel like you can that season lasts forever you're like okay god when is this season going to be over when is my breakthrough coming like when you just keep and you know sometimes we can i think fall into that mindset i'm going to say a mindset of quote unquote being faithful um but in actuality it's really in some instances not all but in some instances it's not about not it's not about being faithful where you are per se it's more so about being fearful of what waits awaits you when you do step out and so we just like to be safe with doing the regular you know the okie dokie and saying okay i'm just being faithful i'm just being faithful but what else has god called you to do what are you called to go into deeper and so that's talking about growth hacks i think that's important little bonus just to throw in there absolutely just to keep going just to keep growing and to keep that vision ahead of you all so you can have something to to be reaching for together and so if you all are um 
in a season when you're like, okay, we need to put more systems in place or we need to put a system in place or we need to up-level the systems we already have, we definitely will want to invite you to take part in our assessment call. Um, we have, I'm not sure how much longer we'll be doing them, but we'll let you know as, as they're here. Um, but it's a free assessment call. You get on the line with us. We'll do a Zoom call with you and your spouse. And we have a really in-depth five-question um, assessment that yeah. really... It, it gives you a very clean and clear insight as to where your systems are or they are not. <laughs> and then what your next steps need to be based on where you qualify you, you all, um, that you all are that tells you exactly what you need to be doing next. It's pretty pretty amazing. We've worked really hard on it and are continuing to always tweak it. But after that, then we can let you know or you can based on where you are, we'll definitely have options for us to work together and show you different systems to put in place to actually bring those I will say those numbers up <laughs> um, to, to implement those systems and structures so you can get some real clarity right away. But either way, you're going to get amazing clarity because you're going to see what you need to be doing next. And then you're going to also see what you all are doing really well already, which is always like fist bump, like totally. teamwork. So if you are, um, you have your pen and paper, I'm not sure if you're driving, writing or whatever, but you can always play this back. You can go ahead and schedule your free assessment call with this at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y. You know, B as in boy, it.ly forward slash Buckley call. But it's a capital B for the Buckley. B as in boy, U-C-K-L-E-Y as in our last name. Buckley call, capital C-A-L-L. B-I-T.ly forward slash B, capital B, U-C-K-L-Y, capital C-A-L-L. I feel like I'm a cheerleader right now. (laughs) I never really was a cheerleader. I was in drill team. I'm a drill team kind of girl. But anyway, as you were, go ahead. Yeah, that was it. So you guys, um, yeah, subscribe to this podcast if yes. this is valuable for you. Make sure you write us an amazing review. Write that review. And then give us a super duper dope rating. Super duper. And we'll see you on the next episode. You guys have a good one. All right. Peace out. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless marriedpreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are marriedpreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.